Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to another Love Tennis Podlet. It's day... Well, I think it might be day 11 at Wimbledon. Maybe it's day 12. It's quite hard to keep up, as you know. Uh, we're short of sleep, we're short of energy, we're not short of tennis. Although, it should be said, I'm recording this on Friday morning, we are quite short of tennis on centre court because Rafa Nadal has pulled out of Wimbledon with an injury, uh, an abdominal tear. It means Nick Kyrgios is through to his first Grand Slam final here at Wimbledon. And it means that there is only one men's semi-final on Friday. The first time ever that that's happened, that we've had a walkover in a men's semi-final here at Wimbledon. Quite a remarkable day yesterday. The news broke at about 7 o'clock. It was revealed that Rafa was going to be doing a press conference. That could only really mean one thing, given that it was an unscheduled press conference. Uh, Stu Fraser of the Times reported that he had withdrawn. Um, and 25 minutes later, he com- himself confirmed that that was indeed true he had been at Wimbledon earlier in the day he'd been due to practice out on one of the public courts court number 10 uh, which is one of the championship courts he has practiced on the championship courts quite a lot this week and I know he likes to here because they are different from those at Orangi the practice facility but 12.30 his booked court slot came and went he didn't arrive there were a few fans there who were quite disappointed I was there as well I was quite disappointed uh, and then at about one o'clock he came on site. He was seen coming through security as normal, dressed in practice gear, and, and we all thought, okay, well, here he is, here we go. This is this is going to be this is gonna be Rafa for the next couple of days. He went out and practiced at Rangi, he picked the court it's probably the most inaccessible court to photographers and cameras and journalists and even fans, so it's very hard to get to or see much of. But we did, we watched him practice, he he did everything really, he even served, but it was pretty clear that he wasn't able to serve on full power, uh, he was certainly adapting his service motion um, a bit to, to try and deal with that abdominal tear, and he just wasn't 
he wasn't himself really. Uh, I don't think many people saw what came next, nevertheless. But that afternoon, he went and told the uh, the tournament organisers that he would have to withdraw from Wimbledon 2022. That he'd have to hand Nick Kyrgios that walkover. He was obviously hugely gutted to make that decision. Um, he spoke at length about it, um, which you know we're always grateful when players come and talk about it because you know people want to hear from them and we want to write stories about them. Um, he said, uh, as, as you can imagine, if I'm here, I have to pull out the tournament. As everybody saw yesterday, I've been suffering with pain in the abdomen. I knew something was not okay there, as yesterday I said. I have a tear in the muscle. Uh, I was thinking about the whole day, the decision to make, but I think it doesn't make sense to go on, even if I tried time, lots of times during my career to keep going under tough circumstances. In that one, I think it's obvious if I keep going, the injury is going to be worse and worse. I think... None of us thought it wouldn't be the foot that got him in this tournament. The foot, I think, and he said as much yesterday, the foot isn't giving him many problems now because they seem to have dealt with it. And now he's picked up another injury that has forced him to pull out. Um, Marker, the Spanish newspaper, report that it's a 7mm abdominal tear. Now, if you want to play abdo tear top trumps, that is smaller than the 25mm tear that Djokovic had in Australia this year, the last year. It is smaller than the 20 mil tear that Nadal himself had at the US Open back in 2009, I think it was. But obviously it's not really relevant. You know, you can't compare those three because, A, the abdomen is quite a large area of the body. It, there are many different muscles in there. Uh, depending which one you tear depends on what it affects and, and the problems it creates. So it doesn't really make any sense to, to make those comparisons. Um, it does make sense to to think of what would have been. We were really looking forward to uh, Nick Kyrgios versus Rafa Nadal. It, it would have been a fine, fine match, I'm sure of that. Even if Rafa was injured, he proved against Taylor Fritz that he can produce great performances, um, even when indeed he is injured. I think also it, it, it's worth noting that a lot of people said, oh, it's Rafa, his gamesmanship, and you know he's messing around, he's not really injured. Well... I think as Calvin and I both said, he clearly is injured and uh, it, he, he clearly wasn't faking it, to put it that way. So, um, yeah, Rafa Nadal out of Wimbledon. It's hugely disappointing, I think, for everyone involved in the tournament because it does take a huge amount away from men's semi-final day. Um, <laughs> the All England Club last night told Centre Court ticket holders they could apply for a full refund of their tickets as long as they did so before midnight. That message, well, I only saw it at about 9 o'clock in the evening. So whether that really um, had much of an impact, I'm not sure. I have asked the club how many returns they had, but I'm not sure. Um, there will be a lot on resale, I would think. I would think there'll be a decent number on resale today. So if you've got a ground pass, I would definitely recommend getting in the queue and seeing if you can't get a, get a resale ticket. And, of course, that raises money for the Wimbledon Foundation as well, um, which is great uh, for... Great for everyone, really. It's a win-win situation. Um, a bit more on, on Rafa Nadal and, and what he thinks the impact of this injury is going to be. Clearly, it means he can't go for the Grand Slam. His 19-match winning run at Grand Slams is over. At uh, Majors, I should say, it's over. So he can't go for the calendar year Grand Slam. It's off the table. Um, the big question, really, I think we all wanted to ask nevertheless is, will he be back for the US Open? Um, he seemed to think that he would be. Um, he said that if he had played through and tried to play the semi-final and the final, and it should be noted that he said, I'm pulling out because I don't think I can win two matches. Didn't say that he didn't think he couldn't win one. 
um, which might be slightly inflammatory of me to say, but to be honest, I think he probably thinks he couldn't have won one. Otherwise, he would have played it and then then seen how he feels. But yeah, he um, he said because I've pulled out and done the right thing, I think it's going to be three or four weeks. He says he's going to take a week fully off tennis, uh, and then he'll get back on court and start hitting from the baseline. But he won't be serving, and then yeah, within about four weeks, he thinks he'll be back to reasonably full fitness. He says that will allow him to play his his planned calendar, the tournaments that he always planned to play, um, which would suggest a full US hardcourt swing in as much as he was he was planning it. Um, we'll, we'll see exactly how that how that kind of uh, pans out, but I would think that we'll see him in the US Open at least, and you know he would usually play in Canada at the Rogers Cup um, and maybe one other tournament as well. So we'll see if he turns up at those. I'm also here to tell you the. Uh, the best news, which is that uh, Matchpoint Tennis Championships out now. Um, as you know, we've been sponsored by Matchpoint Tennis Championships over Wimbledon. It's been great to have them uh, support us. It's enabled us to do so much more podcasting and broadcasting. And you can now buy the game uh, from Game. In fact, uh, it's available on PC, PlayStation Four and Five, Xbox as well. I believe it's on Xbox Game Pass too. Um, I've been playing it and really enjoying it. Genuinely, it's a as George said the other day, it really does feel like you're playing tennis. I mean, obviously, it's not the same kind of physical thing, but from a tactical perspective and an immersive perspective, it's a really great game, and I would recommend you give it a go. And uh, once the championships are over, and I've got a bit more time, uh, I will offer up the chance to listeners to, to play me online um, and see if I can get truly found out. That's Matchpoint Tennis Championships, sponsoring the podcast uh, for the duration of Wimbledon. Taylor Fritz... Uh, Incidentally, is the kind of third part of this Rafa Nadal story. He obviously was enormously frustrated um, to have lost to Rafa Nadal in the quarterfinals in five sets. And a lot of people said, well, he must be even more frustrated to find himself now out of the tournament with Nadal also out. Um, Shouldn't he be given a lucky loser spot? Now, obviously, that's not what happens in tennis. We know that. We know that um, lucky losers only apply when someone pulls out before the draw has started, or at least before they have started their tournament. Uh, and Taylor himself, someone commented on, Insta- on Instagram, on his Instagram, that he should be allowed to come back into the tournament. He said, he said pretty frankly, look, I wasn't good enough to be in the semi-finals. Um, I think everyone would agree with that. I mean, imagine if he, he was put into the semi-finals, he beat Kyrgios and then you know, beat Djokovic or Norrie. I mean, it would just be bizarre for him to have lost in the quarters and to win a Grand Slam. I appreciate that's what happens with lucky losers and qualifying, but that is a little bit different in my opinion because it is qualifying, it's a slightly different tournament from the main draw. I, I don't really think, I don't think any players really are behind the, the idea of putting a lucky loser back into the draw. I think their competitive instincts kick in. They know that if you lose a tennis match, you're out of the tournament. It's funny, you often see it at the round robin of the ATP World Tour Finals. They, they can't quite comprehend the idea that they can lose a match and play another one. They always talk about how weird it is psychologically to lose a match and then pick yourself up for another one the next day. It, it's so out with their entire psyche. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a strange one. I don't think players really are behind it. Uh, seems that way to me. Um, I would suggest... Uh, really this is never going to get any legs and it will be one of those things that Taylor Fritz fans will probably talk about a lot on Twitter for the next couple of years 
but I can't imagine, I can't really imagine they're gonna, they're gonna get behind it entirely. Um, it means we have Nick Kyrgios in a Grand Slam final, confirmed. We'll talk more about that um, with George and with Calvin over the next couple of days ahead of Sunday's final. Um, who he plays will be decided this afternoon between Cam Norrie and Novak Djokovic. We all know what we think is going to happen in that match, but we don't know. Great unpredictability of tennis. Uh, <laughs> they are on later on centre than planned because in order to pad out the schedule on centre, they've put the women's doubles semi-finals one before and one after, which I think is probably scant consolation for those who thought they were paying 200 quid a seat and more to watch Nadal versus Kyrgios and Djokovic versus Norrie. But at least they've made an effort, so maybe we should give them some credit for that. Um, it's also worth talking about... Uh, well, what else is it worth talking about? Of course, the women's semi-finals, I suppose, we haven't spoken since... Uh, Ons Jabour beat Tatiana Maria and Elena Rebekina beat Simona Halep. Uh, the Jabour-Maria match went to three sets. It wasn't of the highest quality, but it was a lovely throwback. Both big slices of the ball, drop shots galore. Um, I think Jabour's level did drop a bit in the second set. She, she was far from perfect. She'd agree with that uh, as much as anyone else would. But she's into the final. She's the first Arab woman ever into a Grand Slam final. She's a huge flag bearer for the whole of North Africa, really and the whole Arab community. She's, she's taken on that role with aplomb and, and well, she's gonna provide hopefully a great final against Elena Rybakina, who was really magnificent against Simona Halep. She hit her off the court, to be quite honest. Um, she's obviously got that massive serve, the, one of the most effective in the entire women's draw. Um, she's also brilliant from the ground um, on both wings, I would suggest. And yeah, Halep just didn't have enough to get put back at her, really. She, she worked hard and I think Halep just looks a bit nervous, to be honest. I think there were nine double faults in all, some at some really crucial moments, and I think when you do that in a Grand Slam semi-final, you're going to get found out. So, Jabour versus Rebecca in the final. Hopefully, we'll have a chance to preview that um, with George or Calvin, uh, and you'll be able to listen to that on Saturday morning ahead of the final. And then we'll, of course, talk about the men's final as well, when we know everyone who is in it. But that's all from us at the Love Tennis Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.